Welcome back to Big Les's League. It's good to be back. Haven't been back for a while. Haven't recorded in a while. Uh, obviously, you guys have still been getting podcasts out. Obviously, had the Rugby League Guru interview come out yesterday. If you haven't heard that yet, what are you doing? Uh, obviously, recorded that, I think, just over a year ago now uh, with the Rugby League Guru. Obviously, when I was in the old joint, my old um, house, we talked about his career, starting up a podcast himself, how to start a successful podcast, you know, doing things different to everybody else. I won't go in and spoil too much, but it's a really interesting podcast. And I still remember sitting down, planning this thing, just trying to ask him questions that no one had really asked him before, different questions about you know, when he was teaching, stuff like that, that no one was really asking him before because you always get the generic podcast uh, interviewing Nathan when they talk about, you know, obviously him doing super coach things and then starting up the podcast. But they don't really go deeper than that. Uh, it's a really good in-depth chat. I think it goes for just over half an hour. So a short and sweet one, but a very in-depth one at the same time. And it's a really, really solid chat. So if you haven't heard it yet, uh, make sure you go ahead and have a listen to that one because it is an absolute beauty. Uh, but let's talk about all the news that we've missed. There's going to be a few podcasts coming out over the next two or three days. I'm going to try and have at least two or three news podcasts um, coming out per day. So uh, we'll see how that goes and how we schedule it. But let's talk about the news that we have missed, obviously, in our break um, from recording. So the first one is Ryan Pappenhausen. Being shopped to rival clubs. Now, yes, a little bit late to the party here. Obviously, this one, uh, it hasn't been denied, denied, but Melbourne have sort of come out and said, uh, yeah, no, we haven't really done anything uh, in terms of shopping him around. Ryan Pappenhausen said that it might be a third party, um, which it very well could be. Uh, a third party in the sense that another club has come in and said, oi, we want him. We want him. You guys might not need him now. We want him. So it's basically other clubs rather um, shopping him around to them rather than the Melbourne Storm shopping Ryan Pappenhausen around to other clubs, if that makes sense. Uh, But, you know, pretty hectic times. And I mean, I don't blame Melbourne if they were to shop Ryan Pappenhausen around now, Um, especially this is the third or fourth injury now. Uh, Rugby legs are business. Um, I've been heard a lot of reports that it could be Parramatta. Uh, that are trying to get Ryan Pappenhausen. Could also be uh, the Bulldogs trying to get Ryan Pappenhausen. But to be honest, if, if you're Paps, this is giving you the ultimate motivation to come back stronger, to come back fitter, to come back and absolutely kill it in 2024. I honestly do think it could be the year where Ryan Pappenhausen comes in and kills it. And I really hope that he does because it'd be so unfortunate for him to come back next year and to get injured again. Is he the first choice fullback um, going into next year as well? Obviously, Nick Meany played the whole of 2023 on basically the whole of 2023 at fullback for Melbourne. Maybe Ryan Pappenhausen goes back to the bench. He puts back on that number 17 jersey, and they take him off the bench. Now, a lot of people um, are so against it. I obviously made the same suggestion for Tom Trevojevic when he was coming back from injury, uh, and then he came back from injury straight away at fullback and got injured again. I I really do think that when, you know, guys are struggling to come back from injuries, uh, Tom Trevojevic is different because it's a large range of injuries, but Ryan Pappenhausen, it's all to do with this leg. 
It's got to be a slow return. They just can't immediately go back to fullback. And you, you think about Ryan Papenhausen's return. It wasn't just straight away back to fullback. He had to play a bit of seven as well um, in that reserve grade Broncos game. Um, had to play a bit of seven as well uh, when Suilavi Falogo came on. And that's another thing. Suilavi Falogo, you can't just sit him in reserve grade again next year. He's proven he's a first grader. I mean, he fucking killed it against an Australian side. He looked pretty good against a New Zealand side. There was no real quit in him either uh, in that game. He looked pretty impressive. So he's killed it in the World Cup. you got to give him another shot. And that makes it very hard. It makes it very hard to fit Nick Meany, Ryan Pappenhausen, and Sui Labi Falogo in the Storm outfit. So how are you going to do it? I've seen a lot of people put Nick Meany at centre. I don't think defensively he's going to be able to handle it at centre. Um, you know, there were some games when he played 5-8, particularly when he started 5-8. I remember a game where Jad Nikarima was the halfback. They were really struggling for injury. They had a few guys out. Uh, it was during the origin period as well. I think it was 2021, 2022, potentially. Uh, and Nick Meany just got run around uh, when he was playing 5-8. So uh, to put him on the edge there, he's played good since then at 5-8. Uh, obviously, when he's come in there late in games. But I just don't think he's going to be ha- able to handle it full-time at centre. If they bulk him up a little bit, uh, I'm sure he'll go okay. Uh, but you've got a guy like Marion Seve there, a young guy that you can't really not give him an opportunity either. Plus, you've got Justin Olam, Raymond Smith to come back into this side as well. Um, it's going to be very hard to structure this back line if you're trying to fit in Nick Meany, Suilavi Fo-Logo, and Ryan Pappenhausen. Unfortunately, one of these guys misses out. If Ryan Pappenhausen's at a different club uh, next season, it makes things a little bit easier. And Rugby League, as we've said, is a business. Uh, but I don't think Ryan Pappenhausen leaves. I really don't. I think that it was just a third party. I don't think Melbourne Storm have any intentions just yet to get let, get rid of uh, a Ryan Pappenhausen, particularly with how talented he is. And we've seen that in spurts, even just before he got injured. We know how talented Ryan Pappenhausen can be. And now we know that he's versatile as well, uh, playing halfback as well, as we said in that reserve grade game. Uh, he can play in the halves. He can play at fullback. You know, that versatility is great. You want to keep a guy like Ryan Pappenhausen around, even if that means that Suilavi Falogo doesn't come in straight away. And I think that was the plan with Falogo anyway. He was never going to come in straight away. Yes, obviously, people get a bit excited seeing him in the World Cup, killing it, seeing him uh, in his debut. He was insane. Um, but he's not going to come in straight away. He really isn't. And that was never the plan for me. Uh, even if Suilavi Falogo was never to play a game last uh, this season that's just passed or in the World Cup. You know, the plan, I don't think, really is to bring him in straight away. Now, I've heard a lot of chat that he's going to be the 14. If he's the 14 over Nick Meaney, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> I think that Nick Meaney has done a lot to work his way into this side. And yes, Falogo is a very talented player. But Nick Meaney has spent the whole year at fullback as well. Uh, you know how committed he is to this Melbourne Storm outfit. I think it'd be very unfortunate to see him miss out. I think they've got a lot of dramas, to be honest, as well, because Tyron Wishart, Bronson Garlic, these are just some of the guys that have been in first grade uh, for a little bit now as well and, um, you know, can play to a high standard, particularly Tyron Wishart in that game, um, you know, against Brisbane when he did come in at halfback and obviously the the two games he played at halfback uh, against Brisbane, I should say, he was outstanding. So, you know, there's a lot of guys that could 
be great in first grade that are sitting in reserve grade at the moment in the Mel- at the Melbourne Storm. I wouldn't be surprised. We obviously talked about this before we went on break. If they do loan Foul Logo to another club, um, obviously for the season, just to get him some first grade experience. If I was Melbourne, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be giving him to someone who needs... A- you know, I absolutely love if I logo in their outfit, whether that be a Canberra Raiders, whether that be a St. George Illawarra Dragons for the year. Wouldn't really, um, you know, go in and, and, and disrupt what they're building over there, especially because they are in that rebuild phase. and They don't know who's going to be in the halves or at fullback next year. I wouldn't want to disrupt that. But, you know, giving him to a club that needs him, even Canterbury um, to an extent, you know, if they want to play some good football with a really strong side, maybe send him over there for a year. Uh, but giving him to a side that needs him for the season, you know, and letting him get that f- first grade experience as well. You know, particularly at a club like you know, Canterbury, Bankstown Bulldogs, or a St. George, or a Canberra. I'm not saying Canberra's a very low club. They were in the eight last year. But someone that needs him, um, and, you know, someone, one of those lower clubs, and obviously a Melbourne Storm, I think would be great for... You know, his development as a player as well because he's going to a lower club, a club that isn't going to win majority of their games um, and, and, you know, making them into a more successful outfit uh, through his X Factor and through his style of play as well I think would be awesome. So I'd love to see how Suilavi Falogo would go loan to another club. But as for Ryan Pappenhausen, I think it was all third-party stuff. I don't think that he is going to be shopped by Melbourne. If he is, I think I'd be a little bit shocked. But I would be... A little bit less shocked knowing that there's a Sui Lavi Fal logo that can hop in at fullback or a Nick Meany that can hop in at fullback. And we do see uh, maybe a Sui Lavi Fal logo playing in that 14 jersey. Uh, but I don't think he's going to be shopped Ryan Pappenhausen. I think they are going to give him another chance in that fullback role. Hopefully he doesn't get injured again. I'm hoping, uh, f- you know, for the footy fans' sake as well, that he doesn't get injured again because we love watching Ryan Pappenhausen play and he's such a talented player. Um, and for him to get robbed of an origin spot as well, I think would be hectic for him just to, I'd, I'd just love to see him play this season. I don't care if he doesn't make any rep sides, but just for him to be there all season, I'd love to see Ryan Pappenhausen back and fully fit. I uh, don't think he'll be shopped by Melbourne at all. I think that he will come back with a lot more confidence with all these reports coming out. I think that he's the type of guy, I shouldn't say take confidence, but more so use it as fuel, to f- the fuel for his fire, to be honest. So he comes back stronger um, and, you know, has more drive to uh, get back fully fit uh, and kill it for Melbourne. I think that yeah, I think he stays. I really do. Uh, and then, obviously, other news that came out was Corey Waddell signing with the Manly Seagulls. Now, obviously, he was at Canterbury before. Canterbury, uh, known at the moment for not having that one strike forward. Um, they have got Josh Curran in. So, I think it's a good replacement for Waddell, who obviously goes to um, the Manly Seagulls. So, Josh Curran, good replacement. We'll talk about that in one of the upcoming news podcasts. But, uh, Corey Waddell, I think, is a great signing for Manly. He's obviously started, I think, at Manly. He started at Manly and then obviously went to the Bulldogs, now coming back to Manly. Great signing. Um, I don't know if he'll start or whether he'll come off the bench. I've loved him when he's come off the bench and played that middle forward role. I think that he's a very damaging middle forward, uh, but also does a very good job on the edge as well if you want to start him on an edge. Uh, And it sorts out a few of their issues in terms of the depth in the back row as well. I think that uh, it's great to add some depth there in the forwards. And Corey Waddell, I think, is a great signing. I think he'll definitely be in the side. For me, he comes off the bench. Uh, for this Manly Seagulls outfit, 
having that versatility in the forwards is great. And I think he'll do a very, very good job. He, he's someone I'm very high on after this year. He's one of those battlers, and I love battlers. We know how much I love battlers on this podcast. And Corey Waddell is one of those. So I think it's a great, great signing. Uh, in the next news episode, I'm just going to get it up now. We are going to be talking about Junior Palgar re-signing with the Roosters before Billy Smith. That's a big talking point for me. Uh, and then obviously we'll talk about uh, the five-minute Sinbin rule going to be implemented implemented potentially next season. So lots of talking points. There is another uh, four news podcast come out after this as well. So you're definitely going to be uh, occupied for the next few days in terms of your news all coming out over the next few days as well. But good to be back and I'll see you guys in the next one. Wait.